Broadcasting live from the Hocking Hills in the Out of the Boat Ministry headquarters, you're listening to Cast the Net. Here's your hosts, Matt Hines and Sean Fraunfelder. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, Lord, I want to thank you for another day. I want to thank you for uh, just amazing opportunities that you've given us um, over the past few days. Lord, I um, I pray that you're here with us tonight. Lord, I pray that this uh, conversation is, uh, is pleasing to your ears. Lord, um, please guide this conversation because I... Lord, this event that you have put on here in Logan, uh, the Man Up event, has been so uh, instrumental to this group and to so many men's lives here. And we want to make sure that we get the the right story across, the right feelings across, the right emotions across of what has happened at this event uh, and, and what this event, event has um, turned into with this ministry. Uh, so, Lord, um, I pray that you just... Um, Bring back to memory these these stories, uh, the people who have affected our lives. Um, Lord, the um, being able to watch your spirit move in people, uh, move through this event. Um, Lord, I pray that you um, just bring back to memory uh, for myself, for Matt, for Adam, um, everything that 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 this event has has, has done. And we're going to try to put six years into into 30 minutes. Uh, so Lord, we're going to need your, your power for that. Uh, Lord, again, we thank you for all that you do. Lord, we love you. I want to pray this in the holy and powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Welcome to Cassinet, uh, podcast number four. Uh, sorry about that. We're trying to remember where we're at. Um, brought to you by out of the boat ministries. We're uh, professional is, here. Yeah. Mm. My name is Sean Fraunfelder, and I'm joined with Matt Hines. Good to be here. Thanks for having me again. And once again, the the guy who's making us sound amazing is Adam Shine. How's it going? Oh, and, and Matt, nobody can see you wave. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> so this weekend... <laughs> Tell them to look closer. Uh, this, uh, this weekend is the Man Up event, the annual Man Up event. Yeah. And this should be year... Six or seven, somewhere in Something there, something like that. Um, so we want to go over uh, what the Man Up event is here in here in town. Uh, kind of maybe how maybe touch a little bit on how it got started, what its role has been with Out of the Boat Ministry, and how Out of the Boat kind of spawned off of it, uh, and then just the different stuff that we've witnessed and seen and felt and heard through these events and how we've seen uh, guys' lives affected and changed through this event. And also we want to, if possible, maybe encourage some guys to, uh, to maybe pray because maybe this is uh, an event in their community uh, that maybe God could be laying on their heart mm. Maybe something that's been in the back of their mind. So maybe they can get some encouragement from the guys who stepped out and started this event here. So if you have any kind of questions as we go through this or anything, um, please, you can reach out to us through our website, outoftheboatministries.com. Uh, you can send emails there. One of the original uh, planners, 
original guys that, that the Lord laid this on, uh, he's part of Out of the Book Ministries, and he's actually part who takes care of the website. So when you do send in an email, it's going to go straight to Jamie. So we'll be able to answer any kind of questions that you have. Manupohio.com. If you want more details about Man Up, who's speaking, what time right. does it start? It starts this Friday evening, 7 o'clock. Doors open at 6. $25. Get you in the door for the weekend, Friday, Saturday. Get you all kind of manly snacks. Get you breakfast on Saturday morning, lunch. And uh, usually gets out around two or three on Saturday afternoon. There's donuts Saturday morning usually. Yeah, donuts is. and sausage gravy on Saturday morning. I don't know how you start your day off any better. So, I'm not dieting on Saturday morning. No. So that'll be Friday the 17th and Saturday the 18th. I don't know how quick this is going to get. I We'll find out. So we're hoping that we get this thing kind of posted up. Uh, soon. Sorry it's been kind of a break just with the holidays and just with everybody's kind of been busy. We haven't been able to get back together. Uh, so we're going to try to get this up in time. So <laughs> if this comes up before 17th and 18th, uh, we really encourage you, any of you who are listening to uh, to check out the event. If it is coming up afterwards or maybe you end up listening to this sometime in the summer or whatnot, uh, it's a yearly event. So we, we strongly recommend that uh, you check it out. And if you're in this area, I know Jamie sent us something last night from a guy who registered who's coming down from Michigan. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So it's uh, the weekend right before Martin Luther King Jr. Day every year. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you then, so if someone's listening to this right now and they say, man up, what is man up? What are you going to tell them? I would say it's an all-men's conference that's going to deal with topics of what men struggle with. So it's not like balding or no, 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 no. weight loss. Well, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> but no, it's going to talk about um, spiritual issues. Right. Okay. But it's also going to hit topics that you're not going to con contemporarily hear on a Sunday. Um, I know a couple of years ago they really hit on pornography. Yeah, pornography is just not something that you hear preached on on a regular basis, uh, and I'm sure at some churches you never hear about it. Absolutely. Uh, legacy was one year. Um, I'm kind of mixed feeling when it comes on the whole legacy thing, you know, because your legacy should be not about you but about Christ. So I guess it kind of depends upon how you look at that. Is your legacy somebody who? pointed everybody to Christ or is your legacy hey I left a good savings account for my kids and you, you see what I'm saying absolutely okay so that's why legacy is you know so I don't want people out there to misinterpret that absolutely that that year was specifically what legacy are you leaving in a in a sense what has God been able to do through you and you've allowed God to do through you that's going to leave an impact on this earth? So it's not a fact that it's your legacy. It's the legacy that God left through you. Yeah, and is it is it a legacy of there's chains of bondage that has been in your family for years and you're the one who broke that? Mm. Or not you, but Christ used you through that mm. to, to break that. So is that the legacy there? I mean, so anyways. So... If someone has never been to a man up, what 
what can they expect on a Friday night and on a Saturday outside of good snacks? We're going to get some really powerful speaking. I mean, and that, that's one of the things that I've always liked. Um, you know, uh, one of the mainstay speakers is going to be Joe Veal. He's going to come in and give a very uh, powerful, charismatic, hard-hitting, gospel-centered message. Very challenging. And again, that's the kind of messages I like. Um, you'll typically have another speaker that will come in. I remember the one year you had the guy who had his 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 arms smashed in a industry accident. Yep, industrial yeah. accident. So he was, you know, he didn't have any hands basically. Um, you've had um, trying to think of some of the other ones. Harden used to play for the Buckeyes. Yep. Uh, Derek Harden, uh, he came in and talked about his testimony. So you typically have a, a guest speaker that will come in, uh, and then you'll have the main guest speaker, which is typically on a Saturday, uh, which will be the main speaker is typically what the topic is going to be around. That's what they're going to kind of hit on more. Mm. Uh, but there's going to be live worship there. There's going to be, I don't know, 300, 400 guys there, all from the, the community or surrounding community. There's going to be really good messages that are going to be brought by multiple different speakers. Uh, and there's going to be, you know, some good reflection time. But there's going to be some times that you can, you know, between speakers, you can talk to some guys. Um, but it's also a time where you can let your guard down and actually be real and be, you know, let this, what society says a man should be that kind of that guard down um, and realize that maybe there's some things down deep you need to get out. So is man up, is this like a, a Methodist program? Is this a Baptist program? Um, no, this is a, I don't want to say non-denominational, but it, it kind of is. Multi-denominational? Multi-denominational. I think that's going to be better. That's a big word. Right. Um, no, so it's not going to be. Uh, of course, the, 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 the MC, basically, for the event is uh, Pastor Steve Hubbard, uh, who is a, a pastor at the local church, uh, Ebenezer, Ebenezer Baptist. Um, but that being said, it's not... We're not teaching doctrine here, right? We're not. We're, we're wanting to dig into what men what men are going through, but also challenge men and going, hey, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me you can get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go deer hunting, but you can't get up at 8 o'clock in the morning to make it to church? Mm, like, really? Mm, mm. You know? Or, hey, you can get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, make sure you go tailgate, or you can get up at 2 in the morning to check your, your brisket that's smoking, but you can't make a commitment. <laughs> Uh, yeah. To make it into church, you can't be that biblical man that you're called to be with your wife, with your, um, with your kids at, at work. Uh, you know, it's going to challenge you on. Look, you don't need to be looking at what you're looking at on your phone. You don't. So let me ask you: What would be? Uh, I'll ask you both. What would be some of your fondest memories over the last several years of Man Up and? Uh, so two-part question, what's some of your fond fondest memories and how has Man Up impacted you personally in your walk uh, with Jesus? 
well, it's still my all-time favorite is when you have a you know very respected um, lead pastor here in town when we were talking about pornography, and he asked um, for people to raise their hand if they've been struggling with it, and he raised his and mm-hmm. said, here I am. I mean, I'm, I've got my hand up too. Like to see that kind of vulnerability, but to also be able to see that, look, just because you're a pastor doesn't mean that you're somehow special than all the rest of us, that you don't have mm-hmm. the same struggles that the rest of us. I mean, yes, you've been, you, you've been called to the position that you're in, but you're still just a regular guy who struggles with the same things. But we can't, a lot, so many people can't deal with that. So many people can't deal with the fact of maybe, maybe your pastor struggles with lust. Maybe your pastor struggles with anger. Maybe you're, I mean, so to be able to see that kind of vulnerability where you just saw he's just a normal guy like all the rest of us, the only difference is his job title is different than mine. Yeah, I remember, uh, I remember that moment very, very specifically. I really believe mm-hmm. um, we've talked about it before that there were a lot of walls that got shattered uh, when, that, when that occurred. I think uh, a lot of walls the enemy had built up for a while um, came crashing down in that very moment when he did that. How about you, Adam? Well, and and it goes along with that. Uh, The man-ups over the years have strongly encouraged the men that are there at that event at that time in their life. It really encourages transparency. Um, And what we need in this world is transparency. Uh, we need to be able to be honest with each other to say, this is where I'm struggling, because somebody else is going to be struggling with that too. Somebody else may not be struggling with that, but they can now help you through that struggle. And that that shows in spades typically at every man up. Um, and that just touches me to be able to see men that transparent. And that's what touched me here when I became part of Out of the Boat, is we push and we strive for that transparency here as well. Um uh, I love the creativity that comes into Man Up. I think God gets to use uh, those men that are in charge of uh, preparing for this in a special way. Uh, there's always something creative that goes along with it. Um, I know one year uh, Aaron Hardin had the opportunity to uh, uh, mm-hmm. basically make That's a so silhouette of Christ on the cross but before it became apparent that it was Christ on the cross, it was all these sins painted on. Yeah. Um, and all you see is these words coming out that are sinful, things that just break us away from God, and just that visual impact of how Christ can cover cover that. Um, it, it meant a lot to me. Uh, and it's just a, a creative way that God gets to speak to me. Um, God speaks to me a lot through the music. I'm a very musical type of person. I love music, and I love to interact with God with music, whether I'm playing or just listening. And uh, you know, some of the music that we've been able to be a part of and be able to worship to God with there has uh, been wonderful. Um, you know, Buddy Mullins. I actually hadn't heard of him before last year, but he was an amazing worship leader last year. I'm excited to have him back and. Uh, 
side note, I've seen the worship set for this year, and I'm really excited. It's got some great songs that really speak back out to God. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I got, I got two more. Sorry, number two for That's me. That's right. Um, not going to use his last name because I, I, I don't know if he's talked about this with his significant other, but um, when a uh, a friend of ours we had in to do worship. Mm. We were talking about pornography, and he went completely off script. He stand in front of a room of three hundred guys that he knows, maybe ten of us, not you know, not from around here, and he just like the Lord laid on his heart to confess. Um to confess his sin in front of his brothers. But then to see the reception that he got afterwards um, for you know this, this area of lust that he had in his heart that he had been hiding. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the guy who was there with him didn't even know about it. You know, very close to, like, to just see that wall get broke down. And that's the thing, like, man, I wish... I wish people would just stop the fakeness. Like, when you come into group, come in just real and raw. And when you go when you go to man up, you know, just come in real and raw because you need to get some of this you need to get some of this kind of guard broke down. And that's what I saw from him. Um and I I've never really talked to him to see how the Lord used that and how, if that has, if the Lord removed that from him or if he's still struggling with it. That, that moment, uh, I remember that moment very clearly as well. Um, and, and my thought in the same, just like when, when the other pastor in the year before stood up there and said, here I am, uh, the image that I have every time I see something like that would be like if you're watching a movie and you see like this atomic bomb go off and you see like that shock wave rippling mm-hmm. across the land. I saw that in a spiritual sense when he stood up there. And as I remember that year, one of the things that happens at Man Up, um, if you come this year, you'll be able to see is usually there's some type of visual, a visual reminder uh, and that year, uh, we only were able to go one night because we got a uh, snow emergency for the se- the second day, but there were bricks and mm. everybody was given a brick and everybody was encouraged that when whatever the brick was they'd been carrying around, when they were ready to lay that down at the feet of Jesus, we had our cross there. And I remember after he shared what he shared, <laughs> And he started heading to the cross to drop his brick. Man, I, I just wept uncontrollably. It was so powerful. But the amount of people, because, but this is what Satan does. Don't go in there and, and talk about what you've been doing. If yes. there's too much shame in it, all these people are going to judge you. You know, I, I mean, you're leading worship. How could you possibly be struggling like this? Yeah. But what you what ended up happening when he broke down that? You know, that guard, mm. and he was honest, and he confessed in front of his brothers. What did everybody do? 
there was a crowd of people around him that was praying for him. I mean, there were people crying. I mean, one of the other speakers, you know, was 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 cry. I mean, and and let and let's let, let me remind myself as much as I'm reminding anybody who's listening to this today. Satan lost a major foothold over his life when he did that. Mm-hmm. I remember first year, man up. I didn't go. Why didn't I go? I, I, I'm, I was already saved. I don't really need that. I already know Jesus. I don't need that kind of thing. And I heard all these stories about how it was so cool. Um, it snowed quite a bit that, that year on the second day as mm-hmm. well. They blew something up at the end. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wow, that sounds pretty cool. But, you know, we talk about this quite a bit uh, regarding our salvation. I'm, I'm not going to go to hell because I didn't go to man up. Um, if you're a believer in Jesus and you don't come to man up this year, you're not going to hell. So, Matt, what's your point of all? What my point is, is I missed out on something very special mm. in that first year by my own um, arrogance or my own, what's the word I'm looking for? Selfishness. I didn't want to give that time. I don't even know what I did for that weekend. It must not have been very important. I remembered it. Right. Um, and so when year two came around, um, Adam, the folks that you uh, had talked about that were able to be creative, they were doing a year two's theme was kind of honoring first responders. And so uh, Jamie Arnett came to me and said, hey, w- we need a helicopter. And so um, because of the, the work that I do, I'm in the helicopter EMS industry. So I was able to work with um, MedFlight of Ohio, who is my employer now. I'm proud to say that. We were able to get a helicopter to come in on that Saturday afternoon and be a part of that program. And that's the only reason I got into year two. If I wouldn't have been in because of the helicopter, I I honestly don't think I would have been at year two. Mm. But what I found being involved in that was groundbreaking for me and it's really put me on a path of where i am today of being able to be there to be in that room with all those men all those men who are in different walks some of them walked in not knowing jesus as their lord and savior but when they walked out on friday night or saturday they did uh finding new brothers uh finding brothers who were hurting in certain areas um being able to pray with them like that that really really changed me and really changed how i looked at what the enemy likes to do about painting us into our own corners and reminding us that we don't need to come out of that because he knows when we come out of those corners and we become vulnerable that he's going to lose footholds in certain areas in our lives mm-hmm. So, I went to year one. I remember uh, Adam and Aaron Swope had gotten a hold of me. And uh, 
They said, hey, we're having this this event um, out of Ebenezer. It was actually their dad who contacted them because Adam and Aaron weren't in a church at the time. <clears throat> and I'd been going to, I'd been connected to LCC for many years at that time. And I'd gone to some of these kind of conferences, or, you know, some of these things that, that they had had at LCC. So it wasn't any big deal. So he got a hold of me and said, you know, hey, my dad's invited me to this thing. It's called Man Up. It's a you know men's conference out of Ebenezer. You want to go? I said, yeah, sure. I'll go check it out. So went out that first night, and and I had no idea what to expect. I don't even remember the the theme of what the first year was. I remember walking into the church and seeing all these signs of you know had Chuck like Norris. Duck, never heard of her, right? <laughs> um, One of my favorites. There was a. <laughs> Duck Dynasty stuff. There was all kind of camouflage, you know, just all kind of manly signs, right? <laughs> so we're going through, and this is the first time I'd ever heard Joe Veal speak. Um, and I mean, it was a real powerful night. He also had um, Anthony Schlegel, who was with the Buckeyes. Yeah, at the time, he was a strength and conditioning coach for High State. He came down, gave a great testimony. Um, so they're they're you know, they had some really good speakers. But at the end of the first night, they asked if anybody wanted to commit their lives or recommit their lives. And I remember I watched two of my closest friends growing up, you know, get up on stage and recommit their lives to Christ. I mean, it was just a real powerful night because it was, and heck, I wasn't expecting it. And they weren't expecting it either. They were just going, you know, their dad had invited them. And Adam and Aaron had grown up in church but they were they were religious they didn't mm. have a relationship yeah and they had been disconnected from church for a while i think they'd kind of bounce in here you know here or there you know, kind of different places but they weren't committed the holy spirit worked on them that night they walked up on stage and recommitted their lives to christ um, that night Actually, a year later at Man Up, they were given their testimony. Yeah, year two. So I left that night. You know, the 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 event was over with, and I headed home that night. And uh, the next morning, I remember, I remember exactly where I was at. I always remember where I was at. I was coming over the overpass there, uh, coming down into town, and I remember the exact section where I felt the Lord say, "I want you to reach out to Adam and Aaron, and I want you to start a men's group." And I was already connected to LCC at the time, um, so I we already had small groups. I was already part of a small group in my church, so I was used to it. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. Scared to death to get a hold of these guys and asking that. And it was probably, I'll bet you it was a couple weeks before I actually got up the nerve. So I called them and, and you know told them, here's what I feel the Lord laid on my heart. And uh, they said, yeah. So then we scheduled the first meeting. So from that, eventually turned into what we have now, which is Out of the Boat Ministry, was from that first. Amazing. But that was, so that's the connection for Man Up when it comes with Out of the Boat. Now, we've done, I mean, you and I have been on planning committees, you know, for a couple years. We always go up and help set up. We're, We're, you know, always part of the event. Um, but you know, do I? Don't hear me wrong. Do I think the Lord could have used something else to maybe lay that message on my? Yeah, 
But there's always that connection. I don't want to say sentimental, but there is that kind of connection between out of the boat and man up because the one spawned the other. Um, so it's always been a really good, you know, they've always supported us. We've always supported them. They've always kind of, you know, tried to get guys, you know, hey, this is a one-time event. That's great. What are you guys doing next week, though? Yeah. I think uh, before we go any further, let me give a plug to Joe Veal, U-Turn Ministries. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, my first man up, which was the year two, and Joe Veal steps up and he starts in and he shares that he was employed by Arnold Palmer. And I love golf. So immediately I was like, whoa, let me hear more. And so he talked about um, his work with Arnold Palmer. He talked about his life as he was an employee of Arnold Palmer. Uh, he shared that he was, and it sounds like he is the only person who ever left Arnold Palmer's employment by not retiring. And the reason that he did that was because God called him into the ministry. And he decided to leave that lucrative job of working for Mr. Palmer and golf course design and all the things that come with that. So I was very intrigued by that. And I have no doubt that many men have come to know Christ from Joe Veal because of that connection. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, sometimes there are some people who are talking that we might not be interested in, but when we find out there's like this mutual love of something, whether it be hunting or football or golf or barbecue, muscle cars, high-end fancy cars, <laughs> uh, you, you want to listen a little more then. And so uh, I just want to encourage folks, if you have never heard Joe Veal talk, go on YouTube, come to one of his events live, come to this weekend and hear him talk. He's a very dynamic speaker, very powerful. You, you, you will definitely um, not regret hearing him speak. And his ministry is very powerful. He does a lot of work in Malawi uh, with the people over there. U-Turn uh, Ministries drills a lot of wells. Uh, that's one of the things that he tries to push. So um, support that ministry any way that you can as well. You're welcome, Joe. Shameless plug on the uh, Cast the Net broadcast. Uh, and then the main guy who's coming this year, I don't know much about him other than the fact that he's called the Bear, the bear, bear Man. man. Uh, he was attacked by a grizzly bear and bit on the head. Skull. On yep. the skull. Actually, uh, I, I did see one of the videos where he said he didn't hear the grizzly's tooth going through his skull from the outside. He heard it from the inside of his oh head. Oh, my. So just let that one sink in. Yeah. But um, but the Lord used this event in his life uh, to spread the gospel. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing that testimony. That, that, that'll be really interesting. Mm -hmm. Right. So... Guys, you don't have to have any affiliation to any church nope. to come. Should you bring your son? Yes. Absolutely. Um, will Do you it, have to be saved? Yeah, you don't have to be saved, right? Um, maybe you're not really sure about this whole Jesus thing. Come on over. Right. Get some good food. Be around some guys. 
hear some good talk. Um, what if my son's five years old? Should I bring him? Yeah, it'll probably be over his head. Yeah. I mean, you're looking probably teenage. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, if you have a... If you have an alcohol addiction, good, come. We'll introduce you to somebody who's fought that battle. You have a yeah. drug addiction, good, come. We'll introduce you to somebody who's, you know, fought that. You... um you have adultery issues, good, come. One of the issues, people who have fought that. Um, you, you name it. Suicide? If, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll introduce you to somebody who's battled that. If you have a great relationship with your, your Savior and you're doing well and God's blessing you yes. daily, come. Be an encouragement for somebody else. Yes. Yeah. You never know who you're going to see there that may be from your past that needs you there. Right. Yeah. That that one piece that we always talk about, the uh, Ron Grubb, Ron Grubb saying from way back in Lancaster Community Church, it's not about you, right? Yeah, you you might be and in now, a great walk, but you can you can come and be an encouragement to someone that uh, you might just happen to sit next to, that, right? Because it, you going to church, you come in a group, you going to man up may not be anything about you. It may be some it may be someone that you need to pour into because there was a point in time in your life when someone poured into you. Mm. Yeah, I I know over the past several years that there have been people that I've invited just because I thought, "Hey, they might like this." Mm that the Lord has truly done some amazing things for them in that weekend that they came. So I, I encourage, um, I encourage any guy to come to those guys who are, um, struggling with some stuff, uh, keeping it bottled up inside. Gentlemen, you had a savior who was beaten and hung on a cross, naked, completely open and vulnerable. So the least that you could do is come and be open and vulnerable because he will meet you there and he will break your chains. Amen. We've seen it done. We've seen it done. Stop with the macho stuff. Stop with the guarded stuff. Stop with, oh no, I don't know what they're going to think of me. Because I know all Christ was thinking about when he was on that cross was how much he loves you. Mm. Yeah. And he was not ashamed to show it in public. And I know you might be listening to this thinking, you don't know how big the walls are that have been built around me. Mm. And and my response to that would be, you don't know how big Jesus is who can crush those walls. Mm. Right. And in an instant, they would be obliterated. Yep. Okay. You got anything else you want to add, Adam? No, just, I mean, I can't encourage people enough to come check this thing out because God does something special uh, through this man up and through all the ups that are given. Uh, there's a couple up and there's a, a rise up that'll be coming for couples and then women. Uh, God has blessing our community with great ways to interact with him. So, uh, you know, challenge yourself to be a part of those. And uh, I also want to encourage folks, um, if, if the money to get in is, is an issue, if $25 um, might be an issue for you right now, maybe you've 
hurt yourself, you're off of work, your income is tight, um, don't let that be a hindrance. Please reach out to us at Out of the Boat Ministries. We'd be more than happy to cover your cost of entry for that weekend. Yes. Um, you can reach out to us on, on our webpage, on Facebook. Um, just reach out to us and, and let us know if that's you. We'd be more than happy to help you. No matter when you're listening to this, whether it's this year or next year. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yep. yep. All right. You want to close this up, Matt? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Heavenly Father, we just uh, we humbly come before you. We thank you for this time. Lord, it's always uh, such great, sweet reminders of looking back over man up over the last several years. So, Lord, I just pray for the speakers who are coming in. I pray for safe travel for them. Lord, I just pray for the leaders who put this together. Lord, I just pray that if there's something that you want to change from one of the speakers, that uh, they'll hear you and change at the very last second like we've seen happen before. That, that they would listen to your soft, still voice and deliver the message that you want to hear. Lord, I pray for the men that are going to be coming. Lord, I pray for the men tonight who don't expect to be coming, but they're going to be there anyway. Mm-hmm. Lord, I ask you to soften their hearts. Lord, I ask you to make them vulnerable, as Sean said. Lord, I ask you to help men lay their pride and their, their selves aside. Lord, that's what you've called us to do which is give up self to follow you. Lord, uh, thank you for all the people who will be assisting this weekend. But Lord, we just want to lift up your name, Jesus, and give you praise. Lord, we thank you for all that you've done for us here at Out of the Boat Ministries through the Man Up event, Lord. Lord, I thank you that uh, Sean heard your soft, still voice uh, on that morning as he was driving in to... Heed that call. Lord, I pray for the men that are out there that are going to hear from you this weekend, that they'll be willing to heed that call when you put something on their heart, Lord, Mm -hmm. that will in turn uh, glorify you and help them grow closer to you. Lord, once again, we thank you for the many blessings that you've poured out. Lord, uh, we just ask that you'll put the right people in the right places this weekend that we can help. And we ask these things in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. 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 You've been listening to Cast the Net, a production of Out of the Boat Ministries. For more information, follow us on Facebook at Out of the Boat Logan or visit our website, outoftheboatministries.com.